What a game it was between the Yankees and Red Sox. Vietnam veterans being honored before the game to recognize the 50-year anniversary of the Vietnam War. We'll pick things up in the top of the eighth. Chris Sell facing Gary Sanchez. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss and a slider. A weak one-hand wave. And here comes John Farrell. And he wants Kimbrell right here, right now to face Aaron Judge. So we're going to see it in the eighth inning. And Holiday hits one high and deep to left, and the ball game is tied. It's over the monster. Matt Holiday with his 16th home run of the year. It's a 1-1 ball game. The set, the 3-2. Line drive, base hit, right center field. The Yankees take the lead. Headley on his way to third, and he's going to make it the throw to the middle of the diamond. 2-1 Yankees. D.D. Gregorius with a bullet into right center. Bold enough for Headley to go from first to third as Ellsbury scores in the 16, 2-1 New York. Yankees take this one 4-1. Chris Sale's final line, 7 and 2 thirds, no runs on three hits, 13 strikeouts on a season-high 118 pitches. Luis Severino also brilliant, seven innings, one run on four hits with six strikeouts. John Farrell and the Red Sox unable to pull it off against the Yankees in 16 innings as they lose 4-1. He was out to argue several times this game and would eventually end up protesting the game. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, a lot of opportunities, a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of very good pitching. Uh, over the majority of today, Chris Sale was outstanding once again. Uh, you know, a rare non-converted save by, by Craig today, uh, and then some opportunities following that. Uh, you know, where uh, a base hit with RBI or the managed corner position just wasn't there today. Can you take us through the top of the eighth and what went into the uh, replacing sale of Kimbrell at that moment? The fact is he's pitching on four days after two, days, two innings in the All-Star break, um, fourth time through the order, 118 pitches. Uh, and, and thought that was a, a key moment in the ball game. So, um, thought that was a, a big out at the at that moment. So, one to Kimbrel. We were looking at a four-out save today. Uh, you know, with, with Joe Kelly's situation, uh, we're in a, we're in a lead. Uh, so, yeah, and, and the fact that his day was coming to an end that that was a lot of pitches after the two innings on Tuesday night. So. Uh, Craig is, was rested, ready to go, uh, and unfortunately, the leadoff hitter the next inning ties things up. Ten pitch at bat, yeah, potentially could have, uh, but then you look at the quality of the, the stuff that Craig had the remainder in that ninth inning. Uh, he was still powerful, a lot of swing and miss. Uh, you know, he got a fastball down in the strike zone where uh, Holiday's got the ability to handle it versus up in the zone. Uh, so. You know what? He got beat on a fastball down middle in. Uh, it had been, I guess, about five weeks, I think, since Craig pitched in the eighth. Is this still something you're going to try and stay away from when you can? This is kind of just a different circumstance. Typically, yeah, try to stay away. I thought today was a, you know, a unique set of circumstances. I talked to Craig uh, when we were in Tampa going into the All-Star break that Sunday was a possibility with the, the additional days of rest. Uh, and then with multiple days off, you know, talked to him uh, during the game, and he was fully prepared, ready to go. Can you just talk more about uh, Joe's injury and, and when that came up? You know, he was feeling some uh, left hamstring uh, symptoms, tightness throughout the break. He was uh, trying to get loose last night. He felt it. Uh, and then when he threw his flat ground today, it grabbed him pretty good. So he shut that down. He was checked in, a, in the training room. 
uh, was able to reproduce the symptoms just by going through his delivery uh, at, a, at a very controlled effort. So didn't want to take any chances, and we made the move. So uh, we've also got to check and see what's going on with, with Blaine after he came out with some forearm uh, tightness. Uh, so that'll be determined tomorrow, and, and whatever corresponding move may or may not take place. Can you uh, go over the play in the 11th inning involving Holiday and maybe the explanation, if any, that you received? Well, kind of working in reverse, there, I didn't get an explanation. I, you know, there, my, my view was there was interference. I, regardless if it was intentional or not, that's why I protested the game. Uh, but uh, there was, after repeated conversations with New York, uh, it was just brought to back, back to me that they weren't going to change the play, and, and the play stood with, with no explanation. Well, they went, to they went to review to determine if there was actually interference and if there was a, a rules interpretation, which to me there was. This run that Sale's on right now, is this as dominant as a starter you've had since you've been in? Yeah, it is. Uh, when, you, when you consider the, the number of strikeouts, the quality innings pitch, the low runs allowed, uh, you know, he had the one blip in Chicago where it was a, a high pitch count night, but uh, he's been outstanding. On, and on a day where I thought he pitched under control, you know, he had real good power early on, but then he pitched comfortably throughout the rest of the ball game. Uh, yeah, he, very, very good uh, with Chris. But I, I've not been around a pitcher personally that's been uh, this, this effective, this quality, this dominant. The two teams will take part in a doubleheader on Sunday to wrap up the series. In game one, Brian Mitchell will take the hill for the Yankees. He'll face Rick Porcello.